0: Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, good morning, and welcome to another exciting, informative adventure on Naturopathy Today. I'm your co-host, Michael, with my good bud, Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing? Good morning, Michael.
1: I'm doing well. Happy to be here. And so that's all a good sign for me. And so I'm looking forward to today's topic because it's been something that a lot of people have struggled with. And I've been fortunate enough not to struggle with it, but I've helped a lot of people with it. So I know this is going to be helpful to our listeners today.
0: Well, you know, I do struggle with it, especially when allergy season comes up and now people are wondering, well, what are they talking about? What are they struggling with? And Right. <laughs> I sinuses. left that open for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sinuses. And whenever there's a sinus infection, the first place I always go is not so much a cold or a flu, But I think in terms of allergies, I think in terms of stress, I think in terms of candida, which are all kind of interconnected because one of the things with stress, as we well know, is that it taxes the adrenal glands. And we've talked about this before. The other thing is that when the adrenal glands are taxed, the immune system begins to crash. That's when the candida flares up, the allergies flare up. Uh, menopause is hard to deal with, acne flares up, because a lot of those things, well, not the menopause, but those other items are immune related. So whenever the immune system goes down, that's when the candida will flourish. And that's the first place I think about in terms of really sinus congestion. Uh, And one of the ways that you can get rid of that, and, and Steve, what I'm going to share is a A painful approach, I can tell you from experience. However, it is one of the best approaches ever. And I don't know if you've ever put golden seal root, made a tea out of it, or even a tincture and inhaled it, put it in your nose. I've used them in my mouth. For like
1: canker sores. A little paste of golden seal was the best remedy I ever had. But because I don't deal with sinuses, I've not used it as a nasal
0: application, but I can see how wonderful it could be. It is fabulous. And because what it does, I mean, it's a fabulous antimicrobial, antifungal, antibacterial, anti-everything. That's why, even when, in fact, I did a training up in Waco the other day, and I was telling people that you know, come wintertime, you know, we're getting there. People are going to run out. Instead of going after vitamin A, which is the best thing in the world to do for colds and flus, a lot of people are going to get golden seal and echinacea or echinacea, golden seal, whatever the combination. And I say, and that's fine and dandy to a degree. It's not the way I would approach it, but it's fine and dandy. However, let the consumer know that after they do that capsules, Two, three, whatever they take, immediately within 90 minutes, follow up with a probiotic. Now, you know, rule of thumb is, and it's always been pretty much, well, wait until you're done your course of antibiotics and then get back in there with probiotics and rebuild the intestinal flora. My attitude is more along the lines of do it immediately, even though yes, you're going to kill some and yes, it's going to be a waste of money. However, What the benefit is, is that if you have your probiotics in there, it minimizes the amount of space that the candida, which is actually natural to the body, lives in the throat. If the candida gets into an empty intestinal tract, and what I mean by empty is that there's no probiotics there, there's no flora whatsoever, because the golden seal killed it all, or a a, Commercial, you know, pharmaceutical antibi- antibiotic. <laughs> Took me a while to get there, but uh, you know, commercial antibiotic kills everything indiscriminately. Well, so does golden seal root. So, if you begin to replace it with the probiotics, you minimize the potential of getting a candida infection.
1: Well, you said a lot there, Michael, and you know, whenever you um, go on like that, I just come up with all kinds of questions. So, My first question is going to kind of go back to the beginning. When we talk about sinuses, and you had mentioned allergies, and you had mentioned infections, are they actually two different manifestations? Are allergies going to be infectious automatically, or are they not? Um, And is the sinus infection maybe not related to allergies, though it could be?
0: So can you clear that up for me? Yeah, absolutely. Great questions. And and I had to think every now and then, which is a good thing. So allergies are fundamentally an alien protein entering into the body that the immune system identifies as an invader and something that the body cannot utilize, something that doesn't belong. So you could say from one point of view that an allergy is kind of like an infection because it's infecting the body and stimulating an immune response. So that's number one. The second part of the question is, can a sinus infection be other than an allergy? And absolutely, you could inhale, well, you know, we'll we'll go back to COVID, which is still an animal that's out there. And, you know, you can inhale a droplet, You know, if somebody sneezes, you know, 10 feet away from you, because sneezes travel and coughs travel. So yes, you could inhale. Now you've got a virus coming into the system or just a mold or a fungus. And yes, those would stimulate sinus congestion, sinus reactions and, and immune reaction. The other thing about sinuses is that normally, well, I don't know about normally, <clears throat> but a lot of times, whenever there's a sinus infection, there may also be uh, ear infections and thrush, because I believe that a lot of sinus infections, I think I said this earlier, are candida infections. So ear infections are also a candida issue, as is thrush. And again, the herbs that I would use would be the golden seal, echinacea, podiarco, black walnut all of those will kind of kill the candida. Well, the other thing
1: that I uh, kind of
0: wondered as you had
1: talked about this is the idea that when we talked about the immune system back a year or two ago, and you had mentioned that one of your favorite nutrients is vitamin A. And I was happy to hear that because I've been recommending vitamin A for people who seem to struggle chronically with uh, sinus infections. And so I'm wondering, is that still, you know, one of the tools that we would use for people who deal with these uh, chronically is that maybe they should look at having a a better intake of vitamin A. I mean, I know people have been skittish about vitamin A for a long time, and I don't think that they need to be so skittish about it, but I'm wondering is, is that as far as a protocol, something that you might do regularly, or is it perhaps also something that you can do pro not prophylactically, but at the time that you have um, a concern that you hit it big with these herbs that you mentioned, but also then vitamin A in maybe greater amounts for a short term.
0: Uh, Does that play a role in this discussion? Absolutely. The difference between the two is that the herbs that I mentioned, I'm thinking in terms of making a strong tea out of that you could, you know, use in a neti pot. By doing that, that will clean out the sinuses. An easy way to do that, it would be like maybe uh, a tablespoon of each of the herbs thrown into about 12 ounces of boiling distilled water. Take the pot off the stove or turn off the heat. Throw the herbs in. Let it steep. Make a super strong tea. Then strain it. Put it in a neti pot and use it like a nasal douche. And that will clean out the sinuses. So that's the from one point of view, my external application. Internally, not only do you want to do the, let's go to vitamin A first. Whatever multiples you're taking, you should be getting a minimum of 10 to 25,000 IUs, or now it's in micrograms. And I believe that 2,500 micrograms is equivalent to 10,000 IUs. So I would say 7,500 micrograms will give you about 25,000 IUs. So you should be getting anywhere from 10 to 25,000 international units. And I'll, I'll stick to that. Yes, um, please. On a daily basis <laughs> in your multiple. You know, it's like with myself, I take my own, obviously I take all of my own products, but I think my for men has either 10 or 25,000 in three capsules. And then I actually do my essential immune, which is A, C, D, zinc, and panathenic acid. And somebody said to me, why the panathenic acid? And I said, well, that's to keep the adrenals up because if your adrenals are up, your immune system stays up. So that- Well, that was another thing that you mentioned
1: that that I wanted to touch upon. You had talked about stress as a factor. And let me just ask you this. If we are under- excessive stress, or if we are, don't react to stress well, or we are not fortified for our bodies to deal with stress, is that likely to make almost any situation worse? So oh, whether it's that? sinuses or respiratory, if you're under stress, your ability to fight these things off normally using your body's defenses are going to be compromised. Is that something
0: that you have found? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Stress is a killer. And, you know, going back to the sinuses, whenever I have a client that comes in with any kind of a respiratory situation, asthma, emphysema, sinuses, uh, bronchitis, a lot of phlegm and mucus in their lungs, any kind of a situation like that, I know immediately, not only are they under stress, but the stress is built on doubt and fear meaning that whatever situation, whatever's currently going on, they may feel overwhelmed. And because they feel overwhelmed, that's what creates the stress. So from a different point of view, Steve, stress is actually an emotional response. And it's built on how you respond to what you see and hear. That's one of the reasons why in From my spiritual perspective, I'm always talking about learning to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And this is something Jesus taught. This is something was actually said by God to Ezekiel or Isaiah. You know, the people they see and don't understand and they hear and, and they don't get it. You know, their ears have waxed over. And if you look at our society today, we are a people that are are... Blind to the truth of what's going on, and on a lot of levels we don't want to hear it. And when you really don't want to hear something, you develop an ear infection. Ah, you know, I got to plug up my ears. I can't listen to this stuff anymore. And so that's where that comes in. And the doubt is what stimulates all the congestion because air is symbolic of spirit. And the reason I say that is because when we think about God, we think about God living in heaven. Right. So heaven is air. So spirit is air. God is spirit. And when we have respiratory issues, to me, that's a sign of really strong doubt that the individual is going through. Is that and this is the answer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad it was the
1: short one. Well, (laughs) I think one thing that a lot of people struggle with is i think they feel like they are victims to bacteria to germs to viruses and that they're just the luck of the draw whether you get it or not and i think that you know what you're describing here is the totality of the interplay in our bodies between the physical the mental uh the spiritual all of these things are going to play a role in the total outcome of what we deal with. So it's why sometimes if we just focus on the physical or take the drugs or even the natural supplements, which I think are going to be better for us, we're still not necessarily dealing with the things that are going to also be impactful, such as stress, which can then be caused by all kinds of things in our lives, but if we're not thinking of managing our stress, ordering our lives, eating better, thinking better thoughts, having a spiritual life, that you know all of the drugs and even the supplements are going to be less effective because we haven't set up a situation in the totality of our human body that can actually help us be healthier or, conversely, contribute to the struggle that our bodies have to repair and heal and respond. And so sometimes people could take all the right things and still not get better. They need to take a broader look at what's going on in their lives. And I think when you start talking about things um, symbolically, that's very hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around that something like that is going to be representative of what's going on in my body. And yet, The very things that you're talking about are affecting our brains, our minds, which, of course, are affecting our body also. So expanding this this concept of naturopathy and your particular approach of body, mind, and spirit seems to play into this idea if you want to be truly healthy, you need to focus on all of these. And while most people will talk about just the supplements of the herbs, you've really expanded this conversation and I think are probably making a lot of people think twice or expand their conceptual thinking as to what may actually be playing a role. And if they don't ever examine those things, they don't get to the realization. And so it's an interesting overview that you're presenting to not only the sinuses in this case, but actually to all aspects of human health. Do I have that right?
0: <laughs> yes, you do. And you use the term in there that, that I wanted to jump on, and that is being a victim. Do you know that people who are victims continually live a life of victimhood, because they continually set in motion situations in order for them to become a victim. Talk about something hard to grasp. No, I don't do that. I don't. I'm, it's just life is horrible. You know? No. It's yes, not. you're blaming me for my problems.
1: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I. And most people want to blame something outside themselves.
0: Well, since you and I can see each other, but the people can't, and I'm gonna, I'm holding up my hand, and Steve can see this. You all can't. And I'm pointing at Steve with my, my first finger, my emotional finger. When you look at the hand from a symbolic point of view, the emotional associations are your thumb represents your will. Because without your thumb, it's hard to maintain a grasp on something. So from a different point of view, you need your willpower in order to manifest your reality, your intent okay? So your thumb is, is power. Your second finger is your emotional finger because you use it to point at everybody. The bird finger, <laughs> that, you know, the <laughs> tallest finger in your hand, the middle finger, is your aspiration. So if somebody flicks you the bird, tell them, thank you. Hey, I appreciate the <laughs> inspirational talk or, you know, the gesture, okay? That'll just make them mad. Well, you know, but <laughs> You know, turn the other cheek, let it flow through, over you, under you, never respond to anger. That's what that teaching means. Turn the other cheek, let it go by, because you know from experience, if you're having an argument with, if somebody's having an argument with you and they're attacking you and you respond, well, that just escalates the conflict. And before you know it, someone's going to get hurt. And the worst part is, is that once you say something hurtful, not even physical, but just emotionally hurtful, that cannot be taken back. Right. And that's there. So your fourth finger, I haven't forgot where I was, is your social your <laughs> finger, because that's where you wear your wedding band, your school rings. Your little finger is your ego. It should be disappearing and eventually, hopefully will be without an ego. And that's the ultimate goal of finding that narrow path that leads to the kingdom within. Because if you want, you can give up your ego, then you can be the true spiritual being that you are. Not the way that man presents religion, but the way that Jesus taught the universal teachings, which are all based on God's immutable laws. That's true spirituality, not the way that man teaches it. Nonetheless, interestingly enough, And I've written a book on patterns of behavior that I haven't published yet. And it's called Becoming the New You, the you you want to be. And there are at least 30 different patterns of behavior. As an example, going back to being a victim, sometimes a victim will also be tied into denial. No, I'm not a victim. It'll be tied into depletion. See what they took from me. Life is such that it's interwoven, number one. Number two. All patterns of behavior, and we may have talked about this before, but probably never in such depth, all of them flow in a cycle. And the reason I bring that up is because in Ecclesiastics 3.15, one of my favorite quotes, is, That which is now hath been. That which will be is now. And that, Steve, is a pattern of behavior flowing in a cycle. This is why not only does our man-made history repeat it, itself, not only does our personal history repeat itself, but so does world history. That's why well, scary times. <laughs>
1: scary times is right. Well, to bring us back to this topic of sinus, and, 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 you know, we've broadened it out, as we always do, into these other aspects, but let's say we're Somebody's listening to this that has the sinus problems, and you know maybe some of this is is beyond their grasp or interest at this point. That that when we look at somebody comes to you with a, a sinus issue, can we address them at the point of just nourishing the body? If you are better nourished, if you take the right kinds of herbs and supplements, and maybe for some people, if you avoid certain foods that are triggering i know some people have like milk sensitivities that that play into these as well can we deal with or can people themselves deal with this just on the physical level if they go you know the rest of that is just not in my purview at this time i need something now can we approach it from that point and people will still then get some benefit noticeable benefit and even if they never go to the higher levels they are still going to benefit from these approaches towards natural health and nutrition is that something i don't want to leave people with the idea that it's so overwhelming that i can't do anything can we point them to doing this nutritionally and allow the time and uh, perspective to grow over time is that something that we can do with people we don't have to move them to the whole picture all at once? We don't, we shouldn't, we can't. Okay, <laughs>
0: simple answer <laughs> to a long I'm a question. Guy. I'm a simple guy, what can I tell you, very casual. <laughs> of course they'll get results. You know, the the that herbal mixture is just incredible. I've used it, uh, I do the neti pot, you can just do a neti pot with sea salt and it will clean it, you know, clean you out, however, with me, it's always, I want to get to the root cause. That way it doesn't come back, you know? However, with allergies, it's like, I never had allergies till I moved to Texas. And now, and and we talked about this before, I now get cedar fever. Right. Because we're overwhelmed with the pollen from the cedar. So in as much as, as I'm, you know, healthy for my age, I don't, I'm not on any kind of meds. Uh, I take my supplements. We eat a clean diet 90% of the time. So yes, you can maintain a fabulously healthy life as long as you're doing good, high potency supplements. I'm not into any of this food bound, food grown because I'm all about therapy. I'm not about philosophy. Philosophy may be how what we talk about here is getting into the deeper truths of things. Because you also said something I wanted to jump on, and that is the mind controls the brain. The brain controls the body. So the reality is from a yet another point of view is that when you have a physical condition, it's your mind telling you, take a look at what's going on within. Because if your joints hurt, it's telling you that, you know, you may be inflexible in your thinking. If your back hurts, you know, you may be having a financial issue and and can't support yourself. If you have a headache, you may feel overwhelmed. So for me, everything is trying to get down to the fundamental concept so you can enjoy fabulous health and that the manifestation of a discomfort or a dis-ease or a symptom is far and few Between, Not like somebody says, you know, every season or when the seasons change, I catch a cold. No, we want to eliminate that. Well, I have found and I know we're getting near the end of our time, but I'll just (laughs) um, share this
1: little story. When I moved back to Wisconsin after having been gone for many years, I started having these seasonal allergies, especially in the spring, and I would be miserable. Um, And so I learned about vitamin C and pantothenic acid and those two nutrients. I started taking, oh, maybe two weeks to a month before the beginning of the allergy season around where I am, you know, mid-April, something like that. And I would take 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C. And I think I was taking 3,000 milligrams of pantothenic acid. And if I did just those two things soon enough, I would get to the allergy season with no reactions or such a minimal reaction that it was hardly a problem. And I did that for years and it always consistently worked for me. I mentioned it to many people. And eventually I got to the point where I didn't have my seasonal allergies anymore. So even if I did, I knew what to do and it always worked well especially if I got started ahead of the game, gave my body a chance to build up
0: before the allergies hit. So one little tip that may be beneficial to our listeners. Absolutely. And as you know, panathenic acid is my second favorite nutrient, vitamin A being my first. And actually C and panathenic acid nourish the adrenals, which helps you deal with everything from a position to strength, and it keeps your immune system up. We've run out of time. Uh, Next week, uh, we'll give a method and technique for getting rid of ear infections and thrush. And we'll take a look at uh, some of the stuff like emphysema. Maybe we'll jump into fibromyalgia. And we'll see where the conversation takes us. So, Steve, have a fabulous everything. You all have a great everything out there. And uh, we'll talk. Well, thank you, Michael. I
1: always appreciate it. I always learn something in these conversations. I know our listeners are going to learn a lot as well. So thanks for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.